I'd made it so far, I could not remember that last little. Oh, the, waiting, the fans are upset. For it to fuck up, but it worked. It worked, it worked well. well. I was, I was like, oh, this is going good, and then I got to the end, I couldn't remember that last fucking little riff. But anyway, we made it. That was fantastic. Welcome back to the Green Dragon Pod. I am not your host. I am one of the hosts, Zachary Brown, the Slayer of. Stuff and yeah, FDM and this printers. is um and this yeah Slayer of FDM printers as as of late, and uh, I'm going to pass it over to the the renowned uh, the renowned typical host, which is uh, Taylor Taylor Brown. Yes, thank you for having me. It's yeah, uh, it's welcome. been a pleasure. Uh, I, well, I'm thankful that we finally have our guitar intro back. I think all the fan around yeah, the world band. has been absolutely uh, bombarding my emails for it to return mm-hmm. um so yes thank you for attempting it again today Zach. yeah no that's that's uh it's my pleasure you know i always like to please ben um from night <laughs> nights of nature miniatures or um yeah depends what thing you call him but he's the only one that i know that listens anymore so ben that one was for you mate you're welcome yes and and thank you ben uh, we are only doing this podcast now because <laughs> you're the only one that listens to it so we were just about to give it up and then Zach mentioned that we actually have a listener, which is yeah. good, which makes uh, a good excuse for Dylan to actually get dressed these days. Mm-hmm. Um, Dylan, the Australian Rasputin, say hello to the fan around the world. Hello, our, fa- our one fan. Well, there you go. Yeah, nice, Dylan. Oh, that's, please, uh, that's yeah. really good. please don't go on about it, Dylan. We just want to keep these intros nice and short. Yeah, it's possible, know. yeah. And Sorry, uh, we... I will just bring this to the light real quick is, you know how Dylan's a fortified circlift driver. Um, ben is a creator, Knight's Nature, is one of the guys that we're, you know, kind of kind of getting to knowing and we're going to work with him in the future. But um, found out that Ben actually is a real forklift driver, Dylan, and he yeah. drives 10-ton forklifts. And he really wanted to know just in a bit more specifics on your your portfolio a bit on what, what you do with the forklifts. Um, you can't talk, A, you can't talk to my client that way. And B, Dylan, don't give out any information about being paid for it, okay? Yeah. I mean, like, it's not really like my full job, but yeah, it's mostly just putting shit up on racking. But Dylan, this is the really whole selling that. point of the whole podcast. Dylan, Dylan you, you meant to be the way better than him. Driver. Yeah, <laughs> and, and of course, the, the one and only true way of using a forklift, which is um, lifting, lifting up uh, suppliers' vans. I yeah. will try and find the footage of that, and I will put it up on the website for anyone. Uh, Dylan that would actually be golden. Imagine if we had that. <laughs> oh, I, I would have paid. I'd have, paid have to go that. through. Yeah. I'd have to go through my my archive of videos of Dylan screwing around at work, doing nothing but Not fucking the- up people's cars. So yeah, that's what Dylan does. So the, 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 he's either lifting them or crashing into them. So, well, anyway, to, it was good keeping our intro nice, short, and simple. Uh, we have a fantastic show for all you, 
you fan today. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, we're going to discuss uh, more, a little bit more Warhammer this episode. I think we've neglected it in previous episodes. We want to touch on a few things there, uh, a few movies and some gaming news. Uh, but again, the one thing to listen out for, which I do recommend people either last the whole way through or if you don't want to listen to tripe fast forward to the end and get dylan's uh outro of the podcast so of course yeah um well just a quick one um i think uh dylan yes we recently watched the lord of the rings extended trilogy together and because for some reason you've not really seen it what were your well, thoughts I, on? i haven't whole... seen the extended is what i like i've seen like the originals like fucking like odd 10 years ago but yeah i've never watched the extended okay okay and what were your thoughts on the extended edition uh it was good i i like the i i sort of agree with taylor what he was saying which was the scenes with the ents Till really the eyes of God fight. Spoilers. Um, was uh, a bit draggy, but overall, pretty good movie. Movies. Pretty, pretty, pretty good movie. Okay. Pretty, pretty, pretty good movie. Pretty, pretty, pretty good movie. All 12 hours and 45 minutes of it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah uh, over two days. It was really, it, it honestly felt like it took way longer just because of dealing with Rovi and Jasmine the whole time. But yeah. Yeah, we yes. got there. Yes. If uh, the girlfriends weren't there to drag us away to eat food, we probably would have finished on time. But Dylan and I had to finish off the last hour this morning um, from yesterday. So uh, it was a long, long day, but it was worth it. It's well worth it. I, I definitely think it's uh, three movies that have lasted for so long and they've aged pretty well considering it was a 1990s sort of start era film i think honestly the only part that didn't age well is the scene of smeagol and his mate fishing and his mate gets thrown into the river and dragged by a fish to find the ring <laughs> I don't it's know like one about. of those things you see like a year 10 student produce like some backyard fucking video i don't know how that made it into the official cut because that was bad mate I don't know what you're talking about. They did that on Microsoft PowerPoint, and I think they did it pretty well. Oh, it was tragic. Dylan, what were your what was the worst part of the film for you? Um, you're just gonna say the ants. <clears throat> what was that? You're just gonna say the ants. No, no. Like, oh, okay. it, like I, I did like the ants, and the ants, as I said, the fight in the Isengard was fucking great. Mm. Um. Oh. I just don't know. I feel like probably just lasted too fucking long. Hey? Like, not it, long it, enough. Yeah, I know it's not long enough because obviously it didn't have the scaring of the Shire in it, which is what I really would have liked to see, oh, but... it it They couldn't have put it in there. I know they couldn't have if put it in there. The, if they put the scourging of the Shire in there, it would have been like three battles and then you would have had... Uh, everything all done and then we would have had to go through another battle at the end of the film which it just would have in terms of a movie perspective it would have slowed things down um 
my biggest probably pet peeve of it was uh, I reckon if Galadriel was in that final fight, um, she would have uh, won the how many like ten thousand of them, and it would have been done like ten minutes. She would have gone up and karate kicked the Tower of Sauron and then it'll fallen over. Yeah, what that Galadriel would have. Yeah. No, no, he's right because if Galadriel from Rings of Power was available, I'm sure like if Elrond went, one of you must take the ring to Mordor. She would have gone. Look, I'll do it. I killed an ice troll in ten seconds, so I, I may as well do this. And it would have been Galadriel absolutely owning it, probably um, swimming through the dead marshes, um, killing, riding Shelob up the volcano. Um, and then, um, and you know what? Swimming. The ring would have had no burden on her either. No, no, she would have just walked in. Like, she would have burdened the ring. Yeah, yeah, she would. She would have entered the mines of Moria, and the goblins would have fled. The Balrog would have jumped off the bridge himself. Um, Gal- nothing would have touched Rings of Power, Galadriel. I think she would have just and Boromir would have still been alive. No, I think she would have killed Boromir because she would have went, mm, you're Sean Bean. Time to go. Got to get it over and done with. Well, go she would have mentioned something about patriarchy or something and then slit his throat. So yeah, that would have been he wasn't, that. So, uh, okay. That's, rule, so. Yeah, well, it's good. It's good, Dylan. I'm glad you enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, Zach, your 15th time watching it. What was your... You, you enjoyed watching it again? Um. Honestly, for me, every single time I just enjoy the beginning of the movie, just the Shire. It's like a home. I it's like I'm homesick from a place I've never been. I just love that part. The, the fellowship, just all of Bilbo and Frodo at the beginning, and Gandalf and the party, and yeah, I love the intro to Lord of the Rings. It's a magical, magical one. And uh, I did also really enjoy Helm's Deep. To be honest, I thought that was actually just one of the best. Like the the part where you know Gandalf rocks up again, and he's got Aemir and, and the Rise of Rohan. It's just one of the most epic moments in the movie it, trilogy for me. So yeah, yeah it, it was good. No, I do I do agree. The ants dragging on is is a bit annoying, but it's still a good good part. I also find that in uh, Helm's Deep, I find it quite funny that they they would rather use uh, eight year old boys or. 70 year old men over fully well-equipped women to fight on the front lines yeah that's no. probably yeah. my favorite part of the film it must work a lot of people and then there's a four-year-old boys yeah. <laughs> it's like get the fuck yeah. out there mate there are, there are a few four-year-old boys being held by their mums that i was like you know what give him a sword get him out there yeah no for sure Would have been yeah, they may have, the orcs, they may the orcs have were bow than that old fucker who started the war in the first place well, let's be real. The orcs weren't going to rock up, screech at them, and be like, right, so how can we solve this without any bloodshed? Like, yeah, it was starting regardless of him releasing that arrow or not. So, <laughs> I mean, Aragorn commits a war crime in the end, so. He does. What, he does. He cuts the head off. No, oh. he cuts the head off the mouth of Sauron, committing a war crime, then creating a war. It was totally unnecessary. The orcs were. Um, and that, the the orcs were completely in their right to retaliate to Aragorn's ruthlessness. I yeah, think that's against the Geneva Convention. Yeah, my favorite yeah. meme, which I wish they added in, was the part where Aragorn stands there and they're all like kind of standing there, and he goes, 
Um, well, what did he say for Fro- was he? Did he say for Frodo and then runs? Yeah, in for something? Frodo. He's like for Frodo and runs in, and the meme is just him continuing to run, and everyone's just kind of standing there. Like, yeah. I am not running. <laughs> just he keeps running in endlessly. I think that would be really good to see. Um, also, I think uh, yeah, Sam is definitely the carry. No, hundred percent. There's no yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I would say Mary and Pippin also pretty pretty good. They uh they get a few things done behind the scenes, like taking on Isengard themselves by convincing a bunch of trees to help out. It literally wouldn't have happened if it wasn't for them. And they just got fired and drunk. That really did like hinder the well, process a lot. Yeah, yeah. Thus preventing the scourging of the Shire, Dylan. Exactly. Yep. Um, but yeah, but I, I was going to say before we move on is that, uh, the, the next thing we do need to do is watch the full trilogy, but the Sam edition where every time he steps, he it, it cuts back to the scene no. of, if We're I take one more step, the furthest I've ever been from the shot, like not that, happening. every time he it's steps, not happening. So. I would, I, unfortunately I would rather watch the entirety of the rings of power again. All right. We can do that. We could, we could, uh, goggle box us watching rings of power. We can do it. We can do it. I, I guarantee. I've yet to get past ten minutes of that show without absolutely levering my kneecaps off with a screwdriver. But I'd be willing to give it a go. Fair enough. Um, all right. Well, moving on from Middle Earth, the actual. Oh, actually, Dylan made a good joke <laughs> right at the end of. Uh, Return of the King. Frodo obviously drops a ring in. Uh, Mount Doom gets destroyed. And then uh, Dylan said, and then the screen pans above and on the map of Mordor, it like blurs away and then goes back to the Southlands. Because mm. then Mordor, the Mount Doom was destroyed. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, Zach, you know, in Rings of Power, where it's like, oh, it's the Southlands. And it comes up with text saying the Southlands. And then yeah. it like fades away and then Mordor pops up. Yeah. I wanted to do like a star wipe and it goes from Mordor to the Southlands. It goes back to yeah, Southlands no, that... again after. Yeah, that would be good. good. That would be good. Anyway, all right, moving on. Uh, Zach, you said uh, a particular fan had a question that they wanted us to discuss. Yes. Uh, ben, Knight's Nature on uh, TikTok, good friend. He said that he would love to hear us discuss... Our opinion on the Imperium and whether we believe they are the good guys or not. More or less. Jeez. What a... uh... (coughs) (laughs) That's a tough one to debate. Um, Well, all right, Zach, starting off with you. What are your thoughts? Are the Imperium of Man good or bad? One thing I've always thought about in all of Warhammer is there really is no good guy for one, just to start off with. I think it's all about choosing the lesser evil in the world. Um, Do I think the Imperium is the lesser evil? Yes. And why do I believe they're the lesser evil? Because the whole story of the Emperor where he, you know, originally was just a like kind of like a scummy boy back in these days and, you know, watching his uncle murder his father and um, he just, you know, thought about his uncle dying and his uncle basically did die and he realized he had this natural talent and him growing up and him wanting to secretly run the justice system from the background with his psychic 
abilities and then eventually raising up an, an army to take back the galaxy. I kind of look at it in a similar light as I look at Tolkien, for instance, how Tolkien's depiction is the the orcs and Mordor and all that is kind of like the modern society um, and the industrial era coming in and ruining everything with pollution and corruption and all that. I kind of look at Warhammer's stance against that as well because the emperor has a massive thing against AI and religion and all these things that he believes cause so much corruption and war in the world. And he wanted to eradicate that from from the galaxy, basically. Um, the way he did it, you know, by literally pillaging uh, people if they didn't agree to his terms was probably a bit wrong. Was it necessary? Possibly. The one thing I think is a bit um, hypocritical is the fact that he hates religion, doesn't want anyone to follow it, yet he's basically idolized as a god by the people that follow him. So is there some abuse of power there? Possibly. Most definitely. It's it's not like he can really put his word out there. He's sort of just a corpse at this point. Uh, yeah. Well, he's a beacon of light, mate. Yeah. He's a beacon of light. But yeah, that, that's my opinion. Because at the end of the day, you know, I do think the Tyranids definitely aren't the greatest. Who knows? Maybe the Tyranids have their own alter thing where maybe back in the day the Tyranids actually ruled the place and everyone stole their land and they're like the indigenous and they're like coming back and killing everyone for it but I highly doubt that's the case I think they're just evil bastards um, orcs just really like war and just want to fight so I don't think they're very good uh, the chaos are basically the space marines gone bad um, who I think are the, just the depiction of the modern era wanting to force ai and go back to the old ways and get rid of the emperor um and then you got like people like the tau which are probably i'm guessing dylan's about to say are the good guys um, i don't know let's let's move on to dylan <clears throat> well for starting on the tau i wouldn't necessarily say i'd say fundamentally they would be classes the more most morally righteous but it always seems like the higher-ups of... It's sort of like a communist state. It's essentially like the higher-ups essentially have all the power. So they essentially... Whatever they want, they have all the knowledge. When everyone else below them just follows what they say. Um, yeah. So... It's metaphorically the probably the most morally... like not shittest but yeah there, there's a lot of hidden shit that they they do um uh i it's a bit difficult with the imperial man because it's more of a representation of us in that kind of universe like us humans in that universe where there's good there's bad there's everything so overall i wouldn't say humanity would be exactly the most morally right well look, because... just, just, just to start a bit of an argument here right because it sounds like you're saying that tower are better than the humans yeah i say they're let's just say for the sake of the argument oh, yeah. yes that's the that's the point you reckon they're more morally correct right i think they're more or less the exact same I think the Imperium is xenophobic as fuck 
and they will shoot down anything that's not humans or humans that don't believe in the emperor, those who read dirty magazines, you know, heretics. And the Tao, they preach the greater good. But even then, they do force other races to join their greater good. And if they don't, then they'll pulse shot you in the fucking face. So I don't know if they're really any different. Their morals are different, but more or less they're both in the same boat of forcing people to believe what they believe, which is all, almost as bad as everything else, religious yeah. and all that type of shit. I feel like the towels sort of give people the choice, though, while most of the Imperium of Man, unless you're like on a pleasure planet, they yeah. really are just born and indoctrinated into believing like it's more of just like a religious state. Like if you don't believe in the God Emperor, you you're essentially yeah. just cold. Yeah, like, it's more of a religious state than anything. Um, yeah. Well, look, so, I will say the Tower probably the least evil, but they don't have as many gold things as the Imperium, so they're no. heretics. Um, so I'm just uh, look, I'm just gonna flat out say it. The Imperium are glorious men and they are the true light of the galaxy and anyone else that says anything is a heretic. And yeah, that, that's just my opinion. Okay. Um, after being uh, called a heretic, um, <laughs> uh, one of the other ones that I, I would believe would be like a, in their eyes, probably morally righteous would be essentially the Tyranids, which is essentially... I thought you were about to say Eldar. Well, not the Eldar. The Eldar sort of shot themselves in their own foot. So they're Well, I think the Eldar are just dicks who think that they are all that matter and who will sacrifice anything for anyone if it means saving their own hides. Yeah. Their own others. So... That's essentially what they do. They're worse than um, the humans with the exterminators. Like, they don't usually just purge a planet if it's unusable for them. So Yeah, exactly. Are... So I think they're pretty evil. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like Tyranids are sort of one of the ones that like, uh, it's a bit odd because for starters, they don't really have, uh, like a, a being, like it's just a hive mind, but the hive mind essentially doesn't have any goals apart from consuming. So it's one of those ones where it's like, it just wants to eat. Is it that bad that it wants to eat? In its own, in their opinion. Mm. Hmm. Are we getting, it is are we getting a thing? topic here? No, because I think the just... Tyranids, what he's saying is Tyranids are the good guys, which I think no, the true in, purpose in, of in, Tyranids, in... look, the true purpose of Tyranids is to save everyone from all horrors of the warp, right? And they yeah. do this by not only like incorporating the the flesh into the swarm, but also downloading the consciousness into the hive mind after cleansing the galaxy of life and the chaos gods dying. And they reseed it with new copies of all those who it consumed and all that type of crap. Um, I don't know. I feel like they have good intentions, right? Their intentions are technically, if you were to like change the story and make Tyranids not these like evil alien looking fucking assholes yeah uh and made them humans you could possibly you could possibly say it like and i guess that's maybe where the gene stealer cultists come in because aren't they kind of like they kind of believe in it all um well it's it's 
See, that would be that would be where it gets a bit iffy with the whole they're the morally righteous because that's when essentially a gene stealer tyrannid it uh infiltrates like on a trader ship or something that goes into a um colony uh, planet and essentially it um uh, it it starts like psychically fucking with people that um mm. the hive essentially it, or the the gene stealer itself is like a god like a demigod and that people start should start worshiping it and then over time yeah. it will start spiking water supplies with um tyranid fungus and that's when they start turning into the gene stealer cults yeah so like that's sort of one of the, the issues where it's it sort of fights the line of it sort of being a high minded more of just like a nefarious entity. Yeah. But does this um, does this oh. does this fight for we're we're discussing is the Imperium of Man good or bad? Is this Well, no, what are you what the question is 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 the Imperium good and are they the good guys? Which technically the only way to decipher that is is there anyone else out there that is better? Because really, the Imperium, in a way, I don't mean to get historical, kind of Nazis. They, they really are, are. They are people that believe they are the ultimate race, the humans. Anything else doesn't matter, um, and they believe that if you believe in AI, you believe in um, religions and greater mm-hmm. beings and all that type of shit, that you're a heretic and that is it. You you go. So really, like the only people that they didn't get rid of is like the uh, Adeptus Mechanicus because they were like, hey, you little fuckers on Mars, you need to stop believing in mechanical shit right now. And they're like, well, you could try and stop us. And they're like, all right, fine. You make us really good equipment and we'll let this one slide. And they're like, yeah, all right, cool. We'll make you some good guns. And they're like, all right, cool. Don't tell anyone else. We will let you get away with this. And they're like, yeah, that's fine. They're like the only ones that the Imperium's like okay with because they get something out of it. But the rest is just like, you're dead unless you believe what they believe. So I don't know if that really makes them the good guys. Is their mission correct? Possibly. But I don't see anyone who thinks that only their race is just as the good guys. You know, like technically you could say maybe the Necrons are the good guys because like technically... The Necrons, they beat the Eldar, they unite the Orcs and the Old Ones last time and all that type of stuff. And yeah, maybe they're the good guys. No, well, I would say they started off as the good guys, like because back in the day they were the Necron tier and like they just wanted like to survive on their fucked planet. But um, they essentially got shafted, turned into the Necron. And then the they created the Eldari and like the people who fucked them uh, created the Eldari and the uh, the Quarks, which are the descendants yeah. of the Eldar and the Orcs, and they sort of um, uh, sort of just got fucked by them in the end. So they went into their stasis tubes. So I don't know. Like I, I would say, like they're. More, everyone is just mostly gray there's no white or black there's just gray yeah well taylor you've been reading horace heresy 
from what you've read, do you believe that Horace was correct? And do you think Horace and the Chaos are actually like technically the good side? Or do you think the Emperor? From what it's, you know? Well, it's difficult because I'm not too far into it. Um, but you definitely get the notion that... Uh, you definitely 100% get the notion that not everyone is all good. Um, it just seems to be opposing sides and it depends on where you're standing. So, you know, you from the perception of where you're reading, you obviously feel that the character that you're reading, which is always like at the minute it's Loken and obviously Horace, but when you take a step back and they get asked questions about what they've done and questioning hmm. what they did do is it any good and once they start questioning themselves especially as uh, Loken did very early on where they invaded a world um <laughs> killed everything in sight took the emperor basically that was there in the world and then yeah cleansed it for their own one of the questions that was raised was what if we just left them alone? What if we just didn't do anything? And it sort of raised uh, an important question to, you know, the the side of what Horace and the Imperium were, were doing. And it was, it wasn't even a question of, do we leave things out or do we, it was, this is our crusade. This is our objective. And there, it wasn't even what is right or wrong. It's what we must do. And for me, reading what I'm reading and understanding what I'm understanding, there is, there's no right and wrong. It's just war. It's just something you've got to do or what they have to do. And yeah. I can only, what I can see as an evolution of the Imperium of Man from where I'm seeing it. I don't know much about it, so I could be very wrong. But it just seems to be an evolution of, um, you know, where 40K is now. It's just a group of, like a, a whole society built on war that can only survive off war if they ever See, stopped. It's really funny you said that because that saying there reminds me of a little paragraph I read a while ago. And it was a, kind of about the same thing. And it was a guy that said, like, are chaos technically the good guys? Because the chaos gods rely mostly on mankind to sustain themselves. Yet at the same time, they're trying to destroy humanity. So if they succeed, the chaos gods will... Well, the chaos will destroy the only way of sustaining itself, which is obviously the Imperium. Which means if the Imperium loses, there's no more chaos. So the only way to win is to lose which that would mean that the chaos worshippers actually indirectly work towards the destruction of chaos while the Imperium are only prolonging their own agony by extending war and living in that top, which is an interesting way to look at it. I, I would sort of, I'd have to probably disagree with that. Why? Because it's not necessarily only the Imperium that is fueling the, the, God, like the chaos gods. But they're, they're probably the biggest because like, they, like it's just because they're so emotional. They got humans have got all different kinds of emotions and that's what the chaos feed off. Mm. But like Slanesh, for example, it is pretty much only 
after Eldar. So, like, if humans get wiped out, she would really have, like, no issues. Or it would have no issues. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Like, and Corn would be happy with just fucking the orcs. And, um, Zinch is really only, like, happy if there's just people thinking. And Nurgle is just happy if people are still dying. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess, yeah, I guess there's other ways to go about it. They, they could have thousands of Xeno races, which they could uh, go to. But yeah, I felt the one that would hate the most would be the Tyranids. The Tyranids are probably like the, the four counters to the Chaos. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think Warhammer, it's hard to say because Warhammer is just really that universe where there isn't a good guy. Technically speaking, everyone could be no. good in their own eyes. Everyone's working towards what they think is good. But at the end of the day, it's just a world fed, like Taylor said, it's fed by war. And, you know, if the war was to go away, I don't think, I don't think it's possible. I don't think there's any way that the war ends. So uh, I just there's too many. Actually, hmm? no. I, I actually just gave it a, a good old uh, Google search. And apparently the Tyranids are actually that powerful that the Chaos have no power over them. Yeah, right. Because the the hive the hive mind they have is just so mentally strong that the uh, the chaos can't mentally fuck with them. Yeah. Well, well then, then, wouldn't that technically mean humanity's in the way? Why don't you just go marry the tyrannies then, Dill? I will. Well, wouldn't that mean, Dylan, then that the humanity is really the only thing that they can feed off of? Well, no, because there's other races like the orcs. Um, yeah, but do they actually have emotion besides and wanting to fight things? Yeah, the orcs would be more for the uh, corn. Um, Eldar are more slash. Everything is Nurgle, apart from I don't I don't know how it worked with uh, Tyrannids or not. Um, and like every like everything with a sentient mind would work with Zinch, like. Zinch could probably even uh, affect uh, Tyranids because they would have uh, the will to like make des- uh, decisions and shit. So, yeah, I guess my conclusion is the Tau were probably the most morally good. If I had to put the ultimate good guy, then yeah, I'd probably say the Tau are the 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 most good guy. So followed by just, just concluding that we agree that the Imperium of Man is just a, just a machine of war. It's not really for good or bad. Yeah, Essentially, it's, yeah. At this it's point. for what they believe in. Yeah. That's the thing with 40k though. Everyone's at war. Nothing is exactly paper, like written on paper. It's all like war, conniving, fucking just nothing's going good. Yeah. So like, there's no good, there's no bad, there's just war. Yeah. Oh, well, that was uh, it's pretty enlightening, actually, I think. Well, it's I think... Uh, it's a, f- a fucking interesting world, eh? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think it's a very unique world. There's not many worlds mm. these days as grimdark. But I think uh, a question that we could probably get Taylor more involved on is, which me and Dylan loosely touched, 
which space marine chapter is the best chapter in your opinion in your opinion in my opinion yeah Yeah. which one do you like the most i don't really know because i I don't really know all of them do you know what i mean like if if i was to just if i was to just go off what's the um it's the ones i pity the most i think which are the the frontline marines what are they what are they called zach is the blue ones the frontline marines uh, the one they're, they're not fucking space marines at all. They're just fucking. They're just oh, the Imperial Guard. Yeah, like, like they. Yeah. I pity them the most because they are just the astromilitarum. Yeah. yeah, like I, <clears throat> I don't necessarily find them the coolest, but um, I don't know. I, I feel like they have it the hardest and have to fight harder to. Yeah, well, I think the humans are the humans in the Warhammer universe. Like, you got the Astra Militarum. I think the humans are kind of just really badass, in my opinion, because, like, yeah, the Space Marines are fucking absolute weapons. And, you know, they're the ultimate mankind machine that can kill pretty much anything in one on one combat. And then you've got the Astra Militarum, which are just like me, you, and Dylan, we're just humans, you know, going into this world where everything out there is way stronger than us. There's not nothing out there that we can really one v one hand-to-hand combat but <clears throat> the militarum has like such a strong mental state where they're like you know we're just gonna throw all our guys and all our guns at it and if we outnumber anything we win you know and that's like their mentality yeah. so i think they're the most badass in a sense because they're going into a world where they know they they have no place in but because they unite as a front and have the most people they can kind of win the wars but, you know, as it goes to Space Marine chapters, I was, <laughs> me and Dylan were having the argument because Dylan said his favourite is probably the Blood Angels because he's just played them the most in, like, video games and kind of knows most about <laughs> it. And Dylan said that his least favourite are probably the Ultramarines. And I said, why? He said, because the Ultramarines are just the poster boy, right? And I was arguing that if you were to look up the poster boys of Warhammer, the top two by a landslide are Blood Angels and the Ultramarines. <laughs> so not only does Dylan hate the Ultramarines for being the poster boys, but his favorite are the second most poster boyed fucking chapter. Okay, which so completely so, can't contradicts the reason so they hate Ultramarines. Therefore, in conclusion, Dylan is the war machine that is the Imperium of Man arguing against himself, whether he is the poster boy or not, where yep. he dislikes himself for being the poster boy or he dislikes the poster boys that he thinks are the poster boys, but he himself is who he hates. Yeah. Yep. So we can agree that Dylan is wrong on every front, no matter what he discusses. 100%. Yep. Yeah. And in my opinion in, on why I actually probably like the Ultramarines the most and i say fuck you to anyone who goes well they're the poster boys because like yeah who gives a fuck the reason why i think they're the best is because they are the best military front i think out of all space marines they put most shit aside and realize that they need logistics they need equipment they need training they need strategy to win their wars and they do what they think is morally right to win those wars. And they have to do the most strategic shit that if one thing goes wrong, 
everything collapses, but nothing ever goes wrong because the Ultramarines plan their shit. They have the equipment to do it. They make sure they have the best of the best guys doing it. And they're just the jack of all trade. Whereas Blood Blood Angels, I ready? I'm going to reenact Ultramarines v Blood Angels in a war, right? Space Marine, Ultramarine drops. A player two enters combat, Blood Angel drops. Space Marine, Ultramarine goes, hey, Blood Angels, that guy there, that's Horus. And then he points at like the captain of the Blood Angels and all the Blood Angels turn and they go, Horus? He, Horus killed Sanguinius! And then they all go into a blood rage and then the Ultramarines go, all right, boys, let's get the fuck out of here. They hop back on their pod and fly off the planet and the Blood Angels just go into blood rage and kill themselves. It, it's basically a foolproof plan. The Blood Angels are shit. So... Can um, I stop the discussion there before Dylan can even defend himself? Yeah, go for sure. It. Cool. Let's move on to the next subject then, Dylan. All right, cool. Um... <laughs> or do you want to defend yourself, Dylan? No, you, got, you, got, you got two minutes. No, that's a fair point, Dylan. Well, <sighs> you really put me on the spot now. Um... You got one minute, Dylan. <laughs> It's definitely not a minute, mate. Um, I, I don't know. As I said, I just like the aesthetic of like their red armor more than like the the blue. Like I feel like uh, I don't know. I've, yeah, I Dylan, just, this wasn't this wasn't a fashion contest. It is. This mate. was just who is the best ultramarine? Who's the best space marine? Fact, who's fact. the best ultramarine? And and you know, oh, Dylan told me this. The anyone out there that's going to be like the Salamanders because of the most morally correct. Who the fuck? brought balance to the space marine chapters and made sure that no space marine could ever be the most powerful chapter that man is who dylan uh lionel johnson no gilliman (laughs) the ultramarine primarch because he brought in the book that said no one can have over a thousand people in their fucking chapter because otherwise we're going to get a Horace Heresy moment again. And he knew that he had to bring in balance, which means he's the most morally correct person out of all the space Marines, which means salamanders and all their photos of holding little kids' hands can go fuck themselves. Yeah, but Zach, Zach, you need to ask yourself this. Mm -hmm. Do they have red armor? They don't, which that means a well, good point. You know, the red armor is really nice looking, Dylan. They can't, you, uh, they can't move as fast because red, mm, red make fast. red is the fastest color. That is true. Yeah, I don't know why the white scars are known as the fastest thing where they're just white. Doesn't really yeah, make yeah. much sense. Well, if they painted themselves red, they'd be even faster. faster. Yeah. Well, they yeah. do have red lightning bolts as their symbol. That's so. Yeah, I suppose. But yeah, like I guess that um. It, it, look, if anyone else has any other questions or topics they want us to discuss, um, considering we all kind of agreed on the whole Imperium thing, then um, just yeah, send them through to anything, our TikTok, email, website, whatever. Absolutely anything. Um, well, moving on, um, I've got another topic to discuss. Mm-hmm. It's one we have discussed before, but I'm going to shorten it because I don't want to go on too long. But uh I want us to go around the uh, the table and discuss what our top three movies of all time are. All right, we'll be quick with this one. Dylan's is yeah. One Piece, uh, Space Troopers or whatever, and uh, Gr- Gremlins. Gremlins, okay. Starship uh, Troopers, and One Piece. Dylan, on, are I'll, we correct? I'll, I'll, I want to explain that. So I'll go One Piece Red. Yep. Um, one Piece Blue or whatever. <laughs> Uh, Evil Dead 2. 
Oh, okay. Oh, this he's changed it. We've not heard this one before. Wait, this was not in the top five. So why is this? This was the even in the top five, man. The, 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 the top five doesn't exist, mate. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so why Evil Dead? Huh? Because <laughs> Evil Dead Two is a remake of the first one, so it's a bit more confusing. But it was a fucking great movie. Great horror. Great comedy. Fucking um, for anyone Bruce listening, Campbell fucking kills it. For anyone listening, Dylan only likes movies from pre nineteen nineties. It is like a nineteen eighty movie. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Um, fuck, and I'll probably go Starship Troopers Gremlins? one and oh, three. Not Gremlins? Oh, okay, not Gremlins. Not Gremlins. Interesting. Yeah, that's a that's a change of pace. Anyway, yeah, all right, cool, Dylan. Well, thanks, mate. Um, so I could, I could really dig on you for one piece, but I won't because of the sake of the speed of the topic. So, uh, Taylor, what's your top three? Uh, difficult. Cause I was hoping you would go second. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, definitely, uh, just as a personal preference would be gladiator for, for sure. Hands down. Um, uh, probably Batman begins. Mm-hmm. And um, Shaun of the Dead. Just oh, to throw in three having, categories. So, are we having a rule of no Lord of the Rings? Because you didn't mention that, and I'm really offended. Yeah, no, Lord Lord of the Lord Rings. Rings. yeah sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, no Lord of the Rings and no original Star Wars trilogy. Yeah. Okay. Any- well, then, um, since no Lord of the Rings, I'm going to stick to Taylor and kind of do a, a bit of a diverse one and i'll say my first one is probably going to be ready player one. Ooh, i didn't think mm. that one wow. because i just I, I i thoroughly enjoyed that movie in general i remember watching it just going like i feel like this is such a cool insight as to what could potentially be in the future of you know gaming and, and all that stuff. and i just thought the story was really well done um, one of those movies I, I could probably rewatch a few times. Um, second, I would have to go. Ooh, this is a tough one. Probably role models. That's my comedy sec- selection. Role, role models. models. Yeah, role models. role models. Is that because you love LARPing? No, because I I always found it just a really I love Paul Rudd. Uh, and I, I've always really enjoyed that comedy yeah. movie. I don't know why. I just that, I thought it was really well done. Um, Paul Rudd's probably like one of my fav- favorite comedian. So did uh, you like uh, Ant Man three then? I did. Oh, I just like Ant Man just because Paul Rudd. Really, I, I don't think I've seen Ant Man three, but I do like Ant Man in general. No one likes Ant Man. Um, and my last one. Ooh, probably go with. Guardians of the Galaxy, the trilogy. I haven't seen oh, the no, yet, no. First, second, or third film? Third. The third film. The third mm. one. I, third I have no comment on that because I haven't seen it. The third one the really film. brought a darkness, a grim darkness feel that I haven't had in a movie in a while, and maybe yeah, you know, fond of Warhammer because of all the grim dark and you know the whole story about Rocket. I thought was really really cool really t- a different different side to marvel really seeing that like gruesome and torturous side um and i just thought it was really well done i think it brought light to a lot of the characters 
and yeah, it's probably my favorite one of the three, to be honest. Should, should have watched uh, Thor three. That's a that's a sad movie just because it exists. Thor. Um, did you say Thor or Thor? Should yeah, I, you know, I'm not really, you know, no, like genuinely, I'm not too sure what is Thor, Thor as in the the lightning god number okay. four. Thor. Okay, Thor. Which one? Um, yeah, no, no, I, I was going to say an honorable mention, honestly, would probably be um, Fury. Fury? Yeah, probably Fury. Yeah. Oh, the what, war, war film. The war, the war film with Shia LaBeouf, Brad Pitt. Uh, I thought that was a really well done war film. Awesome, mm. awesome historically accurate, like historical accuracy in it too, which I thought was really, really cool to see. Well, okay, well, before you, before you start doing honorable mentions... The next thing I want to discuss on this point is now that you know your favorites, right? But which which piece of media, I don't care what it is, whether it's a video game, TV show, movie, book, comic, whatever you think it is, what's something that you've read, played, watched that you genuinely believe deserves more attention? Like it's it's not something that everyone knows of or... It, 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 everyone knows of it but it should be more popular than what it is read played or watched yeah um just to stress dylan out dylan what do you got um fuck um I did, you oh, can't oh. say you can't um, say fucking gremlins um, or no yeah with, with the sacred whole reading, two or red thing um i don't really remember it what it's called but i don't it was like a um, mutant teenager or something like that. It was a web novel. Um, I think it's been like halted for a while now. It's on hiatus. But that was a pretty good um, read. I wish that got a bit more light. Yeah, no idea. <laughs> cool. uh, anything that you can actually give a name to, Dylan, that we could potentially discuss <laughs> or something <laughs> that fans might uh... know well you, you, no that's the thing oh, I, I don't want to i don't want to say like in episode in issue 32 of k zone <laughs> we used to get at school there was this one paragraph of like just something that people can connect to goosebumps oh, number 38 was really I never good even read goosebumps oh okay, boo, boo. boo. i can hear the fans now boo. Boo. um i don't know i don't, I don't really I don't think I would really have anything. No retro games you like, or indie no. games, or anything. No, not really. No, not really. That's it. That's all you got for us. I'm pretty boring on that that route. So. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Tail, you got anything? Yeah, I do. Uh, Lord of the Rings. I don't <laughs> think it's as popular as what it should be nah yeah not enough people um, have seen it <clears throat> hey i've never heard of it till this weekend so no nah, no nah. um it's it's a hard one to discuss because I, I don't really know i didn't really give any thought i thought i'd throw it out there and give the question to you two first to give me enough time to think about it but um there's a book series that i was reading um it's called Senlin Ascends. It's uh, Senlin Ascends. One of my most, yeah, it's one of my most favorite books. It's uh, written by uh, Josiah Bancroft. And he actually, 
I actually got to chat with him on Twitter once and he sent me a book, a signed book. Um, I did, I did have to pay for it. He didn't give it to free, but, um, he actually drew a picture of a character in it and everything like that. But that, that book series is phenomenal. It is very well written and it doesn't fall into any category that I previously, like I'm huge sci-fi fantasy, but this book is like kind of fantasy, but it's, it's different. It's like cloud punk kind of world but it's very well written and uh, the characters and the world he's envisioned is so much fun. I think that would make a very good TV show um, directed by Wes Anderson. If you could uh, pick that up, that'd be great. Um, but yeah, I think that definitely needs more attention because um, he deserves it. It's a very well written book series. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Well, uh, now that it's come to me and I've got absolutely nothing, um, I'll I'll just rattle off a few things then, I guess, to just get my brain fluids going. Um, the first one is probably, is it Century Ages of Ashes? Age of Ashes? Is that the one? Oh, the video game, yeah. Yeah, that dragon flying game. I do, yeah. I do think that is such a small valued game that is a really really well done game um you know probably... they've released that on mobile now hey oh really yeah you can now download right. it on your phone and play it for free yeah i'd say it's a really good free game that was done it was done really well i think we all enjoyed it it had a really good graphics really good mechanical gameplay which was quite surprising for a free game mm. it was something unique you know, you, you fly around doing PvP combat on a dragon. Um, I thought that was awesome. Uh, I'd also say probably probably Traveler's Rest, actually. That's one. I don't know if Traveler's Rest is as big as it should be. I think Traveler's Rest is a really fun... In my opinion, I never liked Stardew Valley. And Traveler's Rest is just one of those really relaxing, farmable games where you can run your own little tavern, customize it how you want all those types of things. Um, and I think that's that's needs a bit more attention. It's still in alpha, even though it's been out for three years. Um, don't know if that's ever going to change. But yeah, that's a really... If they if they made that game four-player, it would be amazing running your own tavern with a bunch of guys. Yeah. Um, another one would probably be, honestly, Foxhole. Yeah, I'm just no. rattling them off now. Foxhole, that's a really underrated war game where you play as one of many people. I think that the, the fights can get up to like 600,000 players and you can literally be anything you want. Dylan was just a logistics boy for days. He just got in a truck, drove from town to town, loading up you know logistics and things for the guys, driving them to the front line bases, dropping them off in the, in the area for the guys to fight. I was always on the front lines, constantly running in, wasting the supplies, trying to move forward, push forward. The fight, I think the wars can go on for like a month at a time. And it's just a really like historically accurate, fun game to play. Um, kind of like Project Zomboid. I've always wanted to play that. It's an indie game. And that looks like a bunch of fun, which I've been actually looking at getting as well. So there's a lot of good indie games out there. As far as TV shows go, I'm just going to keep saying Spartacus. Spartacus and Halo. <laughs> I think uh, the, those two TV shows need more attention. Yeah. Sure, sure. I'm not sure. going into that shit again. 
<laughs> I think Spartacus is probably one of the best shows I've watched personally, and I don't think a lot of people know it. Every time I mention Spartacus, everyone's like, no, they're not. Um, I just think it's a really well done movie uh, show following like gladiators uprising and overthrowing Rome. Um, very, very well done. It's a very uh, odd art style TV show. Once you get past that part, it's really well done. And Halo, you know, it's just underrated. I think it's a really good one. Uh, and movies, the Warcraft movie. Yeah, it's just such a good such a good little movie. So, yeah, those are my list of things that are underrated at the moment that I can think of. Very good. And Gollum. Gollum is such a good game. Everyone go play yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I think you're breaking it. up, Zach. I think you're breaking up, mate. So, maybe it's best yeah. to just be silent for a few minutes and then see if it picks up. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay. I think I'm back. Gollum. Yeah, Gollum is really good. So, mm. well, who's, I don't know what happened there. Who's on TikTok? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, on that, TikTok. that was Project Zomboid for some reason. Was, oh, wow. I was just looking at it. Wow. Yeah, wow, on the podcast. Ooh, I can hear the fans now. No, I was, I was going through Steam just looking at different games of Project He's Zomboid. He's not getting invited back. Nah. Nah. Um, well, now, if you guys want to get into like a, a different thing that I think we always wanted to discuss, and there is one that me and Dylan were discussing, but I can't really involve Taylor because I don't think he knows much about Warhammer enough to discuss this. And it's kind of like a bit of a... I think it's a segment we should do every every episode where we... And Taylor gave us the original idea. It's where we all pick someone, put them in a face-to-face fight who would win type situation. And me and Dylan the other day were doing this for hours because I was driving back from Tamworth for work. And we were discussing, you know, who would win a Dreadnought or a Screamer or a Space Marine versus, you know, like Tau. He was thinking like five Tau soldiers could kill a Space Marine. I was saying, fuck off. Never going to happen. At range, still never going to happen. And then I was thinking, you know, maybe we should do one right now where we, uh, we all pick someone real quick in the same class. And I'm thinking just standard swordsman fighter. Everyone has 30 seconds to lock in one and let's debate who could win. Okay, but we got to set some ground rules here, though. Okay, yeah, no, power, no magical powers. They cannot have supernatural power. Oh, they can have no, powers, but no, not like. Not even, not even. No, it's not even that. It's no anime. Yes, what? no Zoro. Because either we choose anime characters. Oh, I thought we were going to go no. Warhammer. No, not Warhammer only. Because okay. Taylor doesn't know enough Warhammer was to debate that. Yeah. <laughs> I was worried about. Huh? All right. Dylan? So just anyone in general? Yeah, yeah anyone. No, in the no anime characters life. because anime characters are OP if you go outside of that. Now, Dylan, you have 30 seconds starting now. Go. Oh, fuck. Just one, Ten, Dylan. Just one. Nine, what, what, wait, what are eight, you asking? I thought he's seven. A, I'm, I'm done. Six. Huh? Well, what? you done? I'm who is excited. it? Who is it? Who? Uh, Ashley Williams. Who? Ashley who? Williams. Fucking who? from Evil Dead. No, no, Dylan. It has to be someone we fucking know. How the fuck am I meant to debate with you on who's going to win in a fight with a cunt I've never even heard of, Dylan? <laughs> All right, fine. I pick fucking John Broskis. 
He's a dude from a movie. He's really strong. Take my word for it. And I also pick um, Selena L. Minion Soda. Yeah. Who's just the right, You have to reselect again. You have 15 seconds now because you annoyed me. Cool <laughs> right, 15 seconds. Pick someone and people know. Go. Fine. John Wick. Okay. John Wick. All right. Cool. <laughs> Done. All right. That's good. Well, I don't know why you don't... Ash Williams is a pretty popular character. <laughs> what are you from maybe the fucking 1987s, Dylan? He's not in fucking 2023. Jesus. You had a show like last year. Oh, you fucking, He's such Dylan. A, a fucking swordsman. A swordsman, Dylan. Oh. Do you want? Do you want to reconsider John Wick? So, so who? What's what's the criteria I'm looking fucking for? Aragorn, Boromir, Geralt, Rivia, fucking Achilles, the kid from Fable. I don't care. Just a someone swordsman. who carries a sword. I didn't know it was a sword. I thought he just wanted a person. No, I said like a swordsman fighter. Um, fuck. <laughs> You've now got ten seconds, Dylan. Ten. Nine. I can technically still go with Ash Williams. He has a chainsaw here. No, Dylan. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Just go him. Just go Ash. Just go Ash from yeah. Evil Dead. Whatever. All right. Yeah. Fine. All right, Taylor. Who you got? Fuck. A fucking uh, Geralt of Rivia. Okay, well, if you're going in that, that direction, um, I'm going to go with, you know, I'm going to mix it up because everyone's going to expect me to say Boromir or Aragorn or something of that nature. I'm going to say Yasuo from League of Legends. I'd class this as an anime. Okay, fine. What the fuck is that? You can class it as an anime. All right, fine. I will pick... Doverkin from Skyrim. Oh, easy. All right, Geralt wins. All right. Negative. Glad we discussed that. <laughs> what it was sword skill. Negative. How the fuck does he win against a Dover King who can literally drag and word his ass on the fucking ground before he No, no magic shit, remember? Because Geralt has fucking slaughtered dragons before, so dragons no, are nothing. Taylor said magic's fine. Oh. Dylan, Dylan, no, you Dylan, you Dylan, you locked in your you fucking Ash Williams, mate. I don't care what mate, you want. You to had say. the longest of anyone to decide, and you fucking chose Ash three yeah, times. I was also the first, so what do you expect, Dylan? How can Ash beat the Dover King? Go. Well, the only thing that... Dar doesn't win. All right, he's oh, done. He's so. got his shotgun. He just shoot the fucker. No, Dylan, this is hand to hand combat swords. You're, you're, you're shouting at me, you motherfucker. Yeah, that's magic. It's not a gun. Yeah. Fusrodar's not going to kill you. It's just going to knock you in your ass. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking shoot. So, okay, so no, no magic damaging at all, yeah? Yep, no magic damage. I can stun you or lock you up or throw you on the ground with it, but it has to oh, be well, killed. Oh, I'm fucked then, aren't I? Well, why the fuck did you pick Ash Williams? Well, I wasn't expecting you to choose magical shit. Oh, oh god! <laughs> oh god! You chose oh, yeah. and John Wick. Those right, are your two swordsmen of choice. Change your fucking choice. Go. No, no, oh, I'm, I'm forfeited. I'm in, I'll be back anyway. You're not. You can't what, go anywhere. You, We're in a podcast. you can't go anywhere. I'm Dylan, give me a fucking second. <laughs> oh god. Shit at your desk, Dylan. 
Oh. All right, Taylor, since he's fucked off, God. why would Geralt this beat is, this is the fucking... fucking People listening to this are going to go, what the fuck is this? Yeah, is well, this a professional I'm... podcast or what? Like, I knew that was going to happen with Dylan. <laughs> so, Taylor, why would Geralt of Rivia win? Uh, everything. He would sign Quen. Uh, he would use Axie over your Dovahkin, which will stun you. You would have no idea what the fuck you are, and then he'd yeah. But you got to remember that that the Dovahkin has many, many abilities. Yeah, and well, I just I just told you exactly how he would do it. So okay, so you, all right. Um, let me just quickly pull up a little uh, couple abilities here. One second. All right. So, no, that's there's none of this. Nothing. None of this is going to help me win my argument. But anyway, all right. Well, then, therefore, if you do all that, I'm pretty sure I've got spells that can heal me, which would like you know repair me in combat. I've got ice spells that could slow you down, cast them at you. I've got fire spells I can cast at you, burn you up. Right, I can keep my range from you at all times. So how are you going to close that gap? How? Yep. Well, I obviously had some potions to speed up my, um, or speed up sort of reflexes and things like that. So I'd be able to dodge anything you throw at me. Well, technically, can you dodge a Fusro Dar if it's a cone effect that goes straight in front of me? I'd use, well, in that instance, I would uh, use the Quen sign and I'll, I'll and be able to block. Do? Well, it's a defensive shield, isn't it? It can sort of any anything thrown at it magically, it will deflect, whether it being a force or anything like that. Okay. Again, signing Axie would just totally confuse you. You wouldn't know how to speak. So you wouldn't be able to talk your fucking dragon language. Okay, but so what, what's, what's the signing? How do you cast these spells? With your with your hand, okay. So you can cast them in like seconds. They're not like a... seconds within. So I'd have my hand already already get there ready to go, and I'll just quickly cast it. Done. Mm. And I'll just fucking it'll be it'll be finished before you even know it. What's well, finished? Okay. Not only that, I can sort of summon my yard and sign, and it would deflect slow down anything magic coming in and it would just protect me from any anything entering that space um well all right let's think about this if dover keen has a wabberjack right <laughs> what the fuck is a wabberjack magical then technically Gerald Review would become a cheese wheel in about two seconds. Mm. But that's also on chance. Well, it doesn't matter. The Wabberjack is an is is OP, mate. Yeah. But again, I think it's I'd just use Queen. I'd defend against it. Would We'd agree that Ash would be the first one dead within seconds. I don't think Ash would even have time to start the chainsaw up. He'd be dead. Oh, yeah. And then 
Yeah. Again, Geralt will just quickly close that gap. You'd be throwing okay. cheese wheels, right. whatever you want at me. Well, okay. But you have, do you have any answer to time manipulation and lightning release? Time manipulation, like freezing time or slowing down time? Yeah. Well, or he has a time manipulation shout. Let me let me quickly re- figure out what the time manipulation shout is. Now, Dylan, while I'm doing this, chime in at any point as to why old mate will win this fight, please. Ash, um, he wouldn't. Yeah. What do you mean he wouldn't? He has his luck, a boomstick, and a chainsaw. The rest is just incompetent. Look, why just... the fuck did you pick him? Well, I'm... <sighs> I wasn't one hundred percent clear on the rules. Okay, what? Did, okay, what did you think the rules were? Well, I thought we were just going like a character that could win, and then I heard all swordsman, and yeah. <laughs> okay, so Dylan, would you like to change your character no. now? No, but no, I, but then I, you're not arguing. You've got to find I'll... an argument. No, Dylan, no, you have to no, find I've an shot argument. Myself for it, and that's it. <laughs> Dylan, you either yeah. have to find a character to worth like be worth arguing about, or like you're yeah you have to you have to have a character that, that's the rules. Well, I did make a fucking character, and he just Dylan, right, well, how, about, how about how about how like, about we 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 stop it there, right? We'll close it off, but next week we'll come in. We'll each pick a character, no matter what character it is. It can be from any universe, anything. And next week, we'll face those characters off against each other. But probably okay. choose one that aren't overpowered, world-breaking. It doesn't matter. You can choose but... whatever you want. So you make sure you pick the strongest character you know of. Dylan's just going to come in with, like, Nurgle or some shit from Warhammer. What? No. <laughs> I can think of, like, one for Taylor, which would be, like, Goku, Broly or something. Yep. Well, don't give it away. But Taylor, Choose anyway, to answer your thing, time manipulation shout slows time down and allows you to hit or move faster than normal as you are only slowed down by 70% of the normal speed. So I can slow down myself, slow down everything, and I move technically way faster than you would. And then on top of that, I have Fire Breath Shout, Frost Storm Shout, Cyclones, Lightning Release, Fusrodar, Soul Tear. I would absolutely wipe the floor with Geralt before he even reached me. I disagree. I Again, I think Quen defends against that. The, um, Just mind control him. Tell the jump of a cliff. Well, like yeah, I said, but- yeah, Axie, Axie would totally demoralize him. Within seconds, he would know where he's going. I would sign Quinn yeah, but, as a defender. But you got to remember that I also have anti-magic abilities. I would clo- I would use uh, a potion to uh, speed my reflexes up so fast that... Yeah, but then I can just use time manipulation. Time manipulation yeah, it'd be minimized. How fast does it speed you up, though? It would... Reflexes would be that quick. I'd preemptively fuck you up. You wouldn't... Before you even cast it, you'd be fucking... You'd be fucking... Eating lead through your throat. This is starting to sound like Marvel uh, fucking currently, whereas everything's just time related. Well, yeah. actually, I just looked it up, right? Because I was like, oh, and there actually is a forum about it. And you know what one of the first guys is? 
big ass paragraph and I didn't couldn't be fucked reading it, but the ending said so a fully geared Geralt against a fully geared Dover King would easily result in Geralt losing. Then they've clearly not had a fully geared Geralt. Whoever that random is on Reddit, well done. Well, he says, but if we go by the Geralt and Doverkin that appear on posters and in trailers, though, Geralt would kick his ass. There but if go. you were to go against well, a fully leveled up, maxed out Doverkin, you'd, you'd lose. Right. Yeah, but how about next week? We'll pick a character, so make sure you pick the strongest character you know. Okay. One grand rule can't off be a next god. Week. Cannot huh? be a god. Cannot be a god. Okay, cannot be a god. That's fine. Yep. But next week we'll face those characters off. And cannot have powers from fruits. <laughs> yes, no powers from fruits. Okay, no powers from fruits. <laughs> no, I'm joking. You can do a power from fruit. Well, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't probably go anywhere from One Piece anyway. So. Well, I'm not strong enough. No, no, no yeah, that wouldn't be. One Piece is more right. grander than that. Well, I think it's that time of week, um, Dylan. The fan that all fans have sped through the podcast, not listened to anything for the last hour. They listened to our intro, fast forwarded all the way through to now to just listen to you sign this podcast off. Yes, mate. Um, thanks for coming in and listening to this our, our podcast this week. Sorry, we obviously couldn't do it last week because it sort of didn't actually record. Or it's corrupted, or whatever the hell happened with it. <laughs> I love how Dylan focuses on one point, and then instead of closing it, keeps rambling out like, you know, and uh, didn't really work. Well, no, I was trying to get the word out. Um, well, like, well, they don't need to know how incompetent we are at our jobs. <laughs> well, that's why I brought up the corruption thing. Now they make it sound like you are incompetent. <laughs> Um, anyway, anyway yeah. thanks for coming and listening to our podcast this week. Uh, and hopefully, we'll get it up uh, tomorrow, and which will be obviously the day you do. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for coming. Yeah, and uh, hopefully, we get it tomorrow. Hopefully, we get it next week. And yeah, obviously, if we get out tomorrow, then yeah, this is a chance we may actually get out Tuesday. I don't know if we expect it. It's what you want. Just have to wait till next week, but yeah, just know. But anyway, and uh, <laughs> he just gets lost in thought instantly. Anyway, I'm done. Okay, Dylan's done. All right. Yeah. All right we'll next time, on. Dylan. Next week, yeah. if you say "amoa," it restarts. I want a fluid <laughs> exit. All right. Well, All right. you can. Uh, Get any sort of updates throughout the week on our website, uh, greendragonpod.com. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Mm, Sounds good. Bye. Bye.